0: Hey y'all and welcome back to another episode of Voice of the Generation. So today's episode is going to be slightly different because I always get this question. Why did you start Voice of the Generation? What is Voice of the Generation and like what what do you see yourself doing? And so basically this episode is going to serve as why I started Voice of the Generation. And it's going to be significantly different because... I have never, I waited until this point to start sharing my story because I wanted you guys to be connected with others and realize that there are other people who are experiencing real challenges, um, real life situations that um, it's not only me, it's not only you, but it's a lot of us out here. And so... How did Voices Generation even start? So, my freshman year of college, I always tell everybody it was the most grueling year of my life. Honestly, like I felt like I was in this season of isolation. And most people would say, you know, isolation isn't always a bad thing, but when you're in the midst of it, It feels like the worst thing possible, honestly. And so what I had experienced, I was sad often because I just, I just don't know. I could not shake this season of isolation, but I'm so grateful for it now because honestly, if I had not had that, I wouldn't be here today, right? So in the midst of my season of isolation, I'm going to talk to you about how I even got here. So when I was in high school, I was extremely active. Um, I had teachers and mentors and my community was really helping to shape who I was and who who I would be as a leader. I honestly was so tired and exhausted from leading literally that I just could not. And you're probably thinking like, how could, you, how could you be so tired and so exhausted? But the work that I was doing made me feel like at times that I wasn't necessarily always being a child. And so when you're doing a lot of social justice work you have to mature quickly, you have to learn how to articulate yourself, you have to learn the vocabulary words, you have to learn how to walk into rooms even when people disagree with you and essentially agree to disagree, right, and and really make your voice heard. And so, I felt like I was always on go, like I just didn't really have time to be a student anymore. And I'm like, I don't want to do that when I come to college. I want to experience what it feels like to be a student, what it feels like to to be on the other side of leadership. Right. I wanted to understand both sides like I understand now what it takes to be a leader what i'm going to be up against and what i'm advocating for but i want to understand where where my peers are at right and me taking that step back was one of the most hardest decisions i've ever made in life but i know i being dramatic whatever i don't care but it was one of the most greatest decisions that i've ever made right And I say that it was the greatest decision because that's when I was put into isolation. That's what I understood to be. That's when I understood what it felt like to be the kid that wasn't visible. When I tell you that I spent most of my time feeling so invisible. For 32 weeks, I literally felt like invisible. And now, I don't want to mislead you. I was being invited to spaces to still speak, but when I would be invited to those spaces, it was a shift in me. I just could not show up as my authentic self. Like I felt like I was faking it, essentially, right, like, I'm, like, trying to show up as this person who is highly esteemed, right, so I can be respected, but at the same time, I'm not showing up as myself, I'm not showing up as the bubbly person, um, I remember I was invited to a space, and somebody told me, like, essentially, pipe down, like, she was, like, you're, like, basically, you're too hyper, and I'm, like, oh, wow, like, And and I shrunk. I shrunk so bad during that year. And I just was like, this can't happen again. I was having a conversation with one of my friends and she had said that she felt the same way. And I'm like, okay, so I'm clearly not the only one who's experiencing this, this transformation here, right? And I know that we are all leaders. I know that we are all transformers. I just don't know how to retap into that. And quite frankly, for some time, I was very embarrassed to admit out loud that this transformation was harder than what I've experienced before. Right? Because now you're independent. You're on your own. Um, you're you're young adult. People want you to figure things out in the midst of it, but. I just wanted to give people the tools and resources to really finding their voice in leadership. We always talk about being catalysts. We always talk about being expanders and transformers, but we don't talk about what it takes to even get to that point. And when we get to those points, how do we build and sustain? How do we create our legacy? How do we find the wisdom? How do we network? How do we do all these things? I don't feel like the part of how we do those things, how we get to that part is always amplified. And that's really what voice of generation was. I literally sat down in my dorm room and I wrote down this idea. I'm like, yo, I have to start this podcast. And I, what I want to see is I want us to have real conversations about financial literacy because it ain't always easy out here. I want us to have real conversations about generational shifting because it's not always easy being a catalyst. I want us to have those real conversations about generational love because it seems to be dying. I want us to have those very raw and uncut conversations that really force us to really think, are our cultural norms really serving us anymore? I was like, I don't just want to be in the position where I'm giving people these tools and sh- giving them exposure. I really want this to act as a resource for people. I want people who, who feel like they're voiceless to find their voice through this um, organization, right? I always say there's no such thing as a voiceless person. The person who you think is voiceless just has not had the right people to influence them in a way that would help them show up and share their testimony. Those are the most powerful people. The people who you think are voiceless. The people who are not using their voices. The ones who we push aside, who we don't deem as leaders. Those are the most powerful ones i'm telling you because i was in that same position where i had so much to say and i wouldn't say anything because i was fearful because i thought about the spirit of comparison because i'm not articulating myself quite like the next person because i'm not showing up in a room looking like this person right that spirit of comparison really will have you Second guessing yourself like, am I worthy of being in this space? And the answer is absolutely. The reason you're in that room is because you're gifted, you're powerful, you're educated, your advocacy is transforming the world as you speak because you are an expander. Your entire existence is called to expand this earth. So every time you open up your mouth and you speak and you say something, that is just a small part of what is going to transform somebody else's life. And so that's why I started Voice of Generation. And don't get me wrong. I always tell y'all, this was not easy. This was not easy at all. I always say that I want my viewers to be deep. I really want you to discover your purpose on earth. I want you to expand your thinking, but I also want you to educate yourself, right? Do your own research. Take what you're uh, learning here and educate yourself fully. These people that I'm bringing on the podcast, culture shifters, I want you to take what they have given you as a resource, as a framework, as a blueprint for yourself and I really want you to think deeper about where you can be. I know there are so many people who have so much to offer to this world and that's what really Voice of the Generation was. For the people who believe that they're catalysts and don't know where to start, this is where you start. I call everybody on this podcast Culture Shifter because I truly believe that our entire beings can shift in the atmosphere and I don't say that lightly. I believe that every time that we show up as our authentic selves, that means not fragmenting parts of yourself. That means loving on yourself unconditionally, even the parts that are ugly and and the parts that are beautiful. Every time we choose to show up, we can shift an atmosphere. We can transform the world for the person who doesn't always believe that. My voice is powerful. I'm here to tell you today that your voice is absolutely powerful. And every time you listen to an episode of Voice to Generation, I want you to feel like you are that person in the seat. I want you to recognize that your leadership doesn't have to be lonely. We are really disrupting that narrative, right? I always tell my guests before they come on, this is not a praise party. This is a space to be vulnerable. I always tell people that I want people who are going to be truth tellers. And the truth isn't always pretty. Sometimes there's challenges in our leadership that make us not even want to be leaders. For my case, it was that I felt invisible. We all fail at something, but I want us to start using our failures as fuel to conquer the world. Every single time we fail at something, that's an opportunity to help somebody else because now you're going to retrace your steps. You're going to find out where where you missed a step. You might have fell down, but you, you get back up. And when in the midst of you getting back up, in the midst of you sharing your story and sharing your truth, that is how we help others. It's not because that. It's not because we share the the valuable part that it's nice. you it's cute or whatever. It's cute that you got the title, but that's not what people need to hear. They need to hear you um, sharing the part of yourself that that made you question if you were even worthy. Now, that's core shifting. And that's what we're trying to do here with this platform is really transform the lives of people by sharing our most vulnerable stories to build transformational leaders. True. This isn't just a podcast. Y'all really need to get out the habit of saying podcasts. This isn't just a show <laughs> about um, the wins. It's really a show about the pain, the struggle, the triumph that is all associated with finding success. Each and every episode is specifically designed to help us conquer the challenges that we all face as leaders. I always say that we exist to amplify. And I also say that if you challenge an idea, you can transform the world. What does that mean to to me? It means that if I had never sat down in my room and challenge that idea that I wasn't good enough to lead or my voice wasn't important in the room. I would have never transformed the world today by using this platform. So that means that every single time those ideas of doubt come into your mind we are challenging them every single time i think that my voice isn't important i am challenging that every time i think that my story isn't enough i am challenging that because that's how i transform the world i say we exist to amplify because everybody has a story And when you amplify people's story, you transform their minds, hearts, and spirits. So many people talk about how lonely leadership is. And honestly, sometimes it feels that way. But this is going to act as a network for people who just don't know where to start. I see the leadership potential in myself. I just don't know where to start. I really got something to say, but I don't even know if anybody's going to listen. When I started this podcast, I, I hate to say it, but... I did not know if people would listen to it, but I'm like, if I wait any longer, I saw this post on Instagram. It says, procrastination is the arrogant assumption that you have another day, another chance tomorrow. Miles Monroe says it like this, the wealthiest places in the graveyard. I didn't want my story. I didn't want my podcast. I didn't want this vision to exist in the graveyard and not exist on earth. And so I said to myself, it's hard it's challenging. That's even more the reason why you start. I really started to procrastinate as a result because I'm like, I don't even know if I'm capable. I don't even know. like, Is what I'm about to put out really going to register to somebody? Is it going to touch somebody's life? But when you do things with good intentions, the return on your investment is invaluable, There's no price tag that could ever bring you the fulfillment of knowing that you have touched somebody's life. So to my people out there believing that they're incapable, not worthy, I want to talk to you real quick. I want you to really listen to me. When you feel like you're losing hope, when you feel like nobody's going to listen to anything that you have to say, when you feel like your leadership is not valued, I want you to reject those thoughts immediately. You have to shift your mind. I'm here because I belong here. I'm here because I got something to say. I'm here because I was sent here for a purpose. And if I don't do it, who's gonna do it? You have to act like that with everything. If I don't do it today, who's gonna do it? If I don't do it, if I don't make the sacrifice, who's gonna do it? Will the next generation suffer as a result of my fear? And if you're okay with that, then don't do it. But if you're not okay with that, you have to make the executive decision that the change starts with me. Every time you have a doubting thought, every time you experience a limiting belief, you need to say that the change starts with me. I got a challenge, and idea to transform the world. This minor thought is not going to hold me back from what I am destined to do because my choice determines my destiny. And I think sometimes we forget that. All the time that we spend asking ourselves, and we, can we, can we, it's time that we could be taking small steps, making small strides towards our goal. Some people may know, others may not, but I used to own a business and I failed miserably when I tell you I just knew that I was going to be successful in this business venture. And I failed. And I questioned if I could ever be an entrepreneur again, because I did not want the same result to happen. But if you don't want to see the same result, what do you do? You change your strategy. So the next time you believe you are incapable of doing something, change your strategy. I promise you there's going to be a difference. I've seen a different result. I promised myself that when I start this, I would not be inconsistent. Every week y'all get an episode, don't y'all? It's a promise to myself, hold me accountable to it. You owe yourself the opportunity don't allow limiting beliefs to stop you from where you could be you were called to change a generation thank you so much for tuning into this episode remember we need y'all to rate these episodes if you like them so be sure to give us a rating whatever star you want to give us write a review let us know how you really feel i'll see y'all next week tuesday and don't forget if you like this episode share it like it, comment, and make sure you download this podcast at Voice of Generation and follow us on all social media at voiceofgeneration.pop. I love y'all.